Today is a big chapter of looking back to look to move forward. I'm going to take a couple deep breaths because I'm amongst family and I'm just sharing my what I've gained through the insight and studying this word for today. There are a few things before we get into chapter 2 that I want to refresh on. We'll look back a little bit on chapter 1 as I I look at this. <clears throat> but um, a couple insights into the people of God. And I remember a wise pastor once said to me that I should try to stay within the book that I'm teaching. And um, that's what I plan on trying to do today. And hopefully that works out. I usually flip all over from uh, book to book to justify what I'm trying to say. But today we're going to stay within the book of Deuteronomy and probably chapter 1 and chapter 2. So, the insights. Some of the stuff that I want to highlight from um, the people of Israel, generation of being slaves and mindset. Okay, before we get into this, recall what they did in chapter 1. The people came out of Egypt and they were, God was going to take them straight into the promised land. And what happened? They said, that's good Moses, but let us go search out the land to see if it's good or not. God had already promised a land flowing with milk and honey. And they came back, right? They, and Moses said, okay, that's good. Go into the land and look at it and come back and give us a report. They came back, and I always use props, right? They came back and they were like, wow, look at all this stuff. There's, it's all good. Peaches and grapes and limes. It's all good. It's even good produce for farming. Zucchini, look at this. Huge, right? All right, God. And then he says, God says it's good. Let's go and seize it. What'd they say? We can't. Those people are huge. We can't do that. As I was preparing for chapter 2, my mental health um, piece came in, and I started to look at that. And I realized, these people had been slaves for generations. They came from a, an abusive area of life. That's their mentality. They, for generations, for 400 years, had been enslaved. If you know anything about abuse in homes, it changes your mind. You start to do things differently. <clears throat> this generation was scared of what they weren't being supplied and what could happen to them. <clears throat> so you'll see that in this chapter 2, where that generation had to die out. But I believe that because it says that the warriors of that time had to die off. <clears throat> Some of these children that were growing up and would become part of the warrior status probably saw it at five, six, seven years of age. They came through. They saw those waters. Whoa, we're walking through the sea. They saw those miracles that God had given to them. Keep that in mind as we read through chapter 2 of Deuteronomy. <clears throat> I also want to, before we get into chapter 2, talk about the family, the family of God. Okay, We're going to see how Esau and the Israelites, God brings them right by the family, Esau's family. 
I thought about that this week as I was preparing for it. I'm like, wait, hold on. The promise comes through Jacob. But Esau was Jewish. He was still a cousin of these Israelites. We're going to see how God gave them land. And they had to overcome and conquer. Similar to the Anakim, these large men. But God gave them land. wonder what that did to Israel as they're passing by. So they're cousins, right? <clears throat> and then we're going to look and we're going to see how God brings them through Moab as well. Moab, if you recall, is from Lot's heritage. He wasn't Jewish, but it's still a distant cousin. Third, fourth, fifth generation cousin. Something interesting to see as we dig into Deuteronomy chapter 2. So I'll, we will be going through this and I'll be giving insight into Israel. I will also be <clears throat> looking back and possibly giving insight on how you can apply this scripture to yourselves today. And how I've applied it. And how I can glean from it for myself. So, Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1 says, Then we turned and set out for the wilderness by the way to the Red Sea, and the Lord spoke to me and circled Mount Seir for many days. Now, they circled Mount Seir. You're going to see that Seir belongs to Esau's family. But listen to this. It's interesting here that they circled. They, they were turned around, right? They said, we can't go against Anakim. And Moses said, fine. God said, let's go back into the desert. And what? Let's, let me remind you what happened. They said, no, no, let's not go to the desert. We'll go now. And the people, Moses said, don't go now. God is not with us. God is not with you. If you go... You're going to get spanked. What happens? They get spanked. Many of them died. How many of us has God dealt with? I know He's dealt with me and said, Trevor, I kind of want you to do this, right? It wasn't a verbal, but I, I truly thought, I could do your word, but this seems too hard. But then I saw somebody else step into positions. They did what I thought I should have done, and they received blessings. And I've watched them just flourish but it wasn't for me at that time that was my fault I lost that blessing how many of us have struggled in seeing other people receive blessings that we could have had but we just weren't willing for God that's something that I think this chapter will bring out for us today so that's what happened they circled Mount Seir and the Lord spoke to me saying that's Moses you have circled this mountain long enough now turn north And command the people, saying, You will pass through the territory of your brothers, the sons of Esau, who live in Seir, and they will be afraid of you. So be very careful. Do not provoke them, for I will not give you any of their land, even as little as a footstep, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. You shall buy food from them, with money so that you may eat, and you shall also purchase water from them, with money so that you may drink. See, they were buying water back then, just like we bought water now, right? Probably a lot more fresh. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all that you have done, 
He has known your wanderings through this great wilderness these 40 years. The Lord your God has been with you. You have not lacked a thing. So let's pause there. If they've been there for 40 years, those who are about to die are coming with them, right? And these younger ones that weren't warriors are probably around 48 in their 40s sometime, even late 30s. So that's the knowledge they had, and they came through all this with them. And so it picks up again in 8. So we pass beyond the brothers, the sons of Esau, who live in Seir, away from the Arabah road, away from Elah, and from Ezon, Gibar, and we turned and passed through by the way of the wilderness of Moab. So let's think about that. They're going through, they're buying land, or not, they're not buying land, they're buying food and they're buying water. They're buying it from their cousins. There's got to be conversations going on, right? Hey, cousin Darissa, I, I need to feed my goats. Can I buy some hay from you and get some water from your pasture? God, man, God has really blessed you. I, we've been in the wilderness for 40 years. This stinks. But God tried to give it to us, right? So how did you guys get this land? I, I can imagine those stories going on. Dina, what happened with your family? You're in here. We haven't gotten our promise yet. But God's taken care of you, hasn't he, all these years? What a blessing. As they passed by, there had to have been conversations going on. They know that they're distant cousins. It says right there, from the family. Verse 9. Then the Lord said to me, Do not harass Moab, nor provoke them to war. For I will not give you any of their land as a possession, because I have given R to the sons of Lot as a possession. Why is God taking them this way? Could have went a different direction, but he's bringing them by their family members. 10. The Emim lived there formerly, a people as great and numerous and tall as the Anakim. Ooh. Wow, that scripture. What was Israel afraid of? The Anakim. They're huge. But it says there that the Emim formerly lived in those lands of Moab, in Esau's land. Like the Anakim, they are also regarded as Rephaim. But the Moabites call them Emim. The Horites formerly lived in Seir. But the sons of Esau dispossessed them and destroyed them from before them, and settled in their place. Just as Israel did to the land of their possession, which the Lord gave to them. Now arise and cross over the brook Zered yourself. So we crossed over the brook Zered. Now the time that it took for us to come from Kadesh Barnea until we crossed over the brook Zered was 38 years. Until all the generation of the men of war perished from within the camp, as the Lord had sworn to them. Moreover, the hand of the Lord was against them to destroy them from within the camp until they all perished. So it came about when all the men of war had finally perished from among the people that the Lord spoke to me, saying, Today you shall cross over Ar, the border of Moab, 
when you come opposite the sons of Ammon, do not harass them nor provoke them. For I will not give you any of the land of the sons of Ammon as a possession, because I, God, has given it to the sons of Lot as a possession. It is also regarded as the land of Rephaim, for Rephaim formerly lived in it, but the Ammonites call them Zamzumin, a people as great and numerous and tall as the Anakim, but the Lord destroyed them before them. And they dispossessed them and settled in their place, just as he did for the sons of Esau, who live in Seir. When he destroyed the Horrorites from before them, they dispossessed them and settled in their place even to this day. And the Avim, who lived in villages as far as Gaza, the Kaftorim, who came from Kaftor, destroyed them and lived in their place. Wow. Wow. All I can say is, the stories, and as they're journeying, all these people of Israel going through the desert and coming to these places and saying, Miriam, tell me, tell me about your family. Tell me about, the, how did you guys get this land? And they say, well, we had to conquer them, but God gave them to us. We didn't do it. Come over here. Orlando, what beautiful farmland you have. Can I feed my flock? I'll pay you. God told me to pay you. Jeff, can I get some water from you? Who gave you all this? Jeff's my distant cousin. He's from Lot. He's not even Jewish. But God delivered him into that land. The generation, right? My father, if I was one of them. My father is past. God has chosen. He showed me. He showed me. He brought me and my family through the Red Sea. I saw the waters rise. I saw when my parents came back. Oh, the land He's going to give us. This produce. Amazing. He showed us. But my father was scared. He wouldn't listen to the Lord. But he's brought us. And you know what? Those 40 years in the wilderness? Wow! Those, I was tired of those wafers. He's about to bring us into this land. But he provided for us. But my father, he was enslaved all of his life. He knew nothing but to listen. And he was scared. But he has risen up my generation and we're going to go in. The Lord is going to deliver it to us. This new generation. But we've got to listen. Moses is still in charge. And he speaks to God. We must listen to him. And not turn to the right or to the left. Let's see what God can do. And picking back up. says, Arise, set out, and pass through the valley of Arnon. Look, I have given Sihon the Amorite king of Heshbon, and his land into your hand. Begin to take possession and contend with him in battle. Why? Right here. This day I will begin to put the dread and fear of you upon the peoples everywhere under the heavens, who when they hear the report of you will tremble and be in anguish because of you. Wow. Listen, this is, this is real 
This is leading into the promised land. This isn't quite the promised land, as we know. Some of them settle here, beyond the Jordan, before they cross over. But it's to make the fear of the other people know that the Lord is in control of this people. Arise, set out, and pass through the valley of Arnon. Look, I have given Sihon, the Amorite king of Heshbon, and his land into your hand. Begin to take possession and contend with him in battle. This day I will begin to put the dread and fear of you upon the people everywhere under the heavens, who when they hear the report of you will tremble and be in anguish because of you. So I sent messengers from the wilderness of Kedmoth to Sihon, king of Heshbon, with words of peace, saying, So Moses tried, right? Peace first. Let me pass through your land. I will travel only on the highway. I will not turn aside to the right or to the left. You will sell me food for money so that I may eat and give me water for money that I may drink. Only let me pass through on foot. Just as the sons of Esau who live in Seir and the Moabites who live in Ar did for me until I cross over the Jordan into the land which the Lord our God is giving to us. So let me pass by. You have the land. I'm not a relative of yours, but we'll still pay you. God had different intentions. Sihon, king of Heshbon, will not, was not willing for us to pass through his land. For the Lord had God hardened his spirit and made his heart obstinate in order to deliver him into your hand. And he is today. The Lord said to me, I, See, I have begun to deliver Sihon and his land over to you. Begin to occupy that you may possess his land. How do we know that Jacob's family, Esau's family, and Lot's family didn't give them a similar account? It's not accounted for. But they could have said, God led us, told us to go in there, and they said no. God said, go up against them. Giving those who are about to go against them encouragement. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But it does say that God gave them that land. 32. Then Sihon, with all his people, came out to meet us in battle at Jahaz. The Lord our God delivered him over to us, and we defeated him with his sons and all his people. So we captured all his cities at that time and utterly destroyed the men, women, and children of every city. We left no survivor. We took only the animals as our booty and spoiled the cities which we had captured. From Arior, which is on the edge of the valley of Arnon, and from the city which is in the valley, even to Gilead, there was no city that was too high for us. The Lord our God delivered all over to us. Only you did not go near to the land of the sons of Ammon, all along the river Jabbok, and the cities of the hill country, and wherever the Lord our God had commanded us. These people listened to the specific instructions and God gave them the land. They didn't go take back some of what Lot had conquered. No, they stayed on those borders. How many of us, again, have struggled with what God has in store according to His scripture in doing His words? How many of us, when I reflect back, Like I said before, I can see blessings that God wanted me to do or to have. 
but I wasn't willing to walk in his, his ways. But when I started, did I start big? I didn't. I started walking slowly, doing small things, and then before I know it, a kid that had speech when he was younger, a kid that hated speaking in front of people, is standing here today. There are blessings beyond my understanding because now I have scripture written on my heart and on my mind that just remind me of what I am to do whenever I come across certain dynamics of life. There are things that God has blessed me with beyond my understanding. How many of us are still struggling? And I know I still struggle sometimes to do things that I know He wants me to do. But as I start to live life, and I just had a recent birthday, I realize I'm leaning on Him even more, day by day. But it's because I've fought against Him at times, and He's pushed me back on the path. But now all I want to do is continue until the end, receiving the blessings that He has in store for me, knowing that if I was off the path, it was my choice. But he was always there to correct me. We are here for one another as family. We need to continue through those struggles knowing that his blessings are with us if we stay on the path that he has given to each and every one of us. Let's go to him in prayer now.